What is good to find out to find dumplings? All right, so we've had to border uh, sunset over here. Loki kind of kept Sabbath with the parents. <coughs> um, I'm watching a movie. Uh, why is my throat doing this? I was fine the whole time. And I don't want to restart over. <coughs> okay. And so, um, I'm watching a movie, but this scenario keeps coming to my mind. And I just wanted to share it with you guys. So, um, or with you ladies. Okay. I am learning. I am learning. If you were listening to the, um, if you were listening to the, um, interview, uh, earlier today, and you got a chance to check it out. Of course, correct it, your girl. Curse, you can teach old dog new tricks. Okay. So I just wanted to share this with you, ladies. Um, there was a short um, that came up on my YouTube, and it was a picture of a young uh, young man. I would say he was between the ages of maybe like, um, based on his height, um, um, he, and taking into account that he was on the tall side, because I. You know, my brothers were relatively tall compared to um, before their growth spurt. But I would say he was about between the ages of 9 and 11. Um, and so um, he runs out of his house and he hugs this police officer. And the police officer said um, they were sharing this, the background story. This young man was looking, he was going from door to door asking if he could do yard work because he wanted to buy, he wanted to make money so that he could buy a PlayStation. So what the officer, and so the the neighbor called the cops on the, the young man. And so he was the cop that responded to the call. And so he bought the child a PlayStation, a, a P, PS5 or whatever. I don't know. I've never seen one in real life, y'all. Forgive me. And so it it kind of low-key bothered me because everybody was kind of like, oh, my gosh, that's so sweet. That's so nice. But it's one of those things where, you know, that's where that tough love comes in because, what the child really wanted and needed because he gave the child what he wanted but not what he needed right um he the the child really wanted to get and and i'm gonna kind of tell you a reason why right um why i'm saying this he needed he should have given the child a something like a cadet job around the the precinct right um where he had mentorship and he could help groom the child to develop, you know, um, skills surrounding a leadership and how to manage your temperament, how to work with the ego, how to, you know, be around good examples and that type of thing. So what he did is he stemmed the want, which I, you know, have to circle back and think about how we view materialism. Um, and that type of thing. And so I don't have so much a problem with him wanting to get a job to get the PlayStation. My issue is that if we know anything about the PlayStation, 
it absorbs copious amounts of time, you know, to where instead of him working, he would be on this thing. And now he doesn't have any incentive to go out and explore, you know, developing and cultivating his skills. And you're probably saying, but he was nine or 11. That's too young. And I'm, I'm going to tell you um, an example why, right? <clears throat> I think it was the wrong move. So basically, you gave this young man something that's going to, he's still in school. And so instead of him doing his homework or trying to figure out how can I um, do something that's of value, something that's of service, that's going to put money in my pocket. <clears throat> now he's going to be playing these games that don't stimulate his mind. There's studies that show like when you play those games, it messes with your mind, like, you know, the development of your brain. And so the reason I say this is because with both of my exes, and I've talked about this before, they're both um, millionaire and multimillionaire. They both shared stories with me about how when they were young, they that's when they are, their entrepreneurial spirit started. And I've noticed like even over the past year, um, I will hear young men talk about that drop. It starts from early basically around the ages of like nine, but for sure by 13, they're wanting to figure out like, how can I pay for something? It could be sneakers. It could be that they want to buy candy. It could be that they want to buy, in this case, a PlayStation. Um, One of the best ones I've heard was this young man that he was looking for a job. And again, all under the ages of 13, um, he wanted a job because he wanted to help his mom pay for the utilities and to help pay her mortgage and that type of a thing. And I don't think the, especially with boys, I don't think the answer is to tell them like, you're not supposed to be making money. I think that you teach them to cultivate, you know, and apply themselves so that by, you know, and, and even like this just came to my mind. I didn't even think about this, but a lot of you know that I just recently restarted, um, I, I'm fully committed to becoming a trader, right? And loving the process, learning along the way, I'm on day 35. So I still have my work cut out for me, right? I did um, learn how to trade a little bit from my, from my dad, with my dad, um, but wasn't able to really concentrate. I was going through depression, and so my mind was really foggy, and I couldn't concentrate, and... Um, it made it really difficult for me to to really focus on anything at the time. So I do have a little bit of a foundational knowledge of it. Um, so me restarting, I am a little bit at, at an advantage. So I'm not starting from ground zero, but um, I'm basically still new to it. So um, I was doing the math and I we were talking a little bit about, about the importance of self-mastery and um, I've taught, this has been, I remember, um, I don't remember, I think it was a five hour week. Um, if I'm not mistaken, but I had, uh, I remember I had gone to Barnes and Nobles and I was binge reading a whole bunch of books. And one of the books, um, as I was flipping through and I took a screenshot of it, this was years ago and it had on two pages, 10,000, the number 10,000. And I was like, what? And so right below the huge is like on two pages. So it's like one zero comma zero and then second page zero zero or whatever, you know, zero zero zero. Um, 
Uh, and then in, in the small print, it's like, these are the number of hours you need to develop mastery in something. And that always stuck with me, stuck with me. And so I did the calculation and I did share the, the breakdown on my podcast here. And so 10,000 hours, 10,000 hours broken down into years. I, I, I didn't quite remember the math, but I was, and so I started off with five and so I divided the five years, divided by 12 months, divided by four weeks, divided by five days, and it came out to eight hours. So you would need to be um, giving yourself eight hours a day of applying yourself to something, but basically over the hour, basically over five years. So if you help a child from the ages of like, I think I said, was it nine to 11? Let's say 13. Let's just say, you know, you give them time to play and, you know, and that type of thing. But I think it's from what I'm noticing, it's natural for little boys to want to figure out how to get to this money. I think that's natural. I think it's healthy. I think it's okay. So if you start from the age of 13 and you cultivate them for five years, whether it's like in, eh, I'm not the biggest fan of sports just because if they get injured and they're not developing like their um, leadership skills, then I'm not, you know, the biggest fan of sports per se. But if you put them like in sport or like um, in something like that has to do with music or like you could even say martial arts because worst case scenario, th- this is something that they can teach to other people. Right. And be paid for it. Um, you can teach them to trade actually from that from that early age. Obviously, you know, eh, but um, you can if you, you know, if they're into arts or into engineering, you can teach them coding as early how to code like computers and stuff like that from the age of 13. So if you do from 13 for five years, right? And of course, it would probably take a little bit more because if they're in school, then they can't do that for eight hours. But it's this whole idea that if you help them to cultivate from the ages of 13 to eight to 18, those for those five years, when it's time for them to go out and get employment, then they have that confidence. And it doesn't feel like you're just kind of have time to get yourself into trouble or you don't have a direction or a sense of purpose, you know, and sometimes they will, they will kind of figure out and come up with things. Um, I I think like, even like I said, with, with, um, let me think in particular. Yeah, for sure. Like the last two, the, they, um, came up with the ideas and the parents just facilitated, what it was that they needed to do, and they still carried those life skills with them um, into their adulthood. So it's one of those things, and it's hard because a lot of times we think like, oh, that was so nice of the officer. And I'm not saying like, take the PlayStation back. I think it's like his way of trying to show that he cares about the child, but the child really does need mentorship. And he really does need some, you know, you'd be a great example of like, I I don't know to what age they can start doing ride-alongs, but you could do ride-alongs with them. And they have like, um, I don't know, is it Boys and Girls of America or, or that type of thing, like to where they can cultivate. I, like, I remember when I was growing up, um, the, the, um, religion I was in, they had a youth group and we, we would get badges for all these different things. So you could learn how to tie knots. 
it's almost like Boy Scouts, Boys and Girl Scouts. And we had to go camping and we had we could get a badge for cooking. We could get a, a badge for pottery, um, working with clay. I remember one time um, me and my brothers, my brothers and I, we did one with um, like ceramics and stuff. And we got to paint. And then my mom in the summer she took us to this one place where we could make our own little like stuff. We still have my brothers. I don't remember what happened with mine or what mine was, but we had fun like picking up, like sculpting it and um, designing it and stuff like that. And then we got to paint it and put it in the clay. And then we came back to like put the clay in the oven and then we got to come back and pick it up. And uh, the sense of pride that we had, but my, my, the middle child, he, we still have his, um, his, I don't remember what I did with mine. I was struggling with creativity back then. Like I like to color and stuff like that, but, um, I, I do remember I had a hard time like with expressing myself creatively through that process and stuff like that. Um, but, um, but yeah, in, in, um, so there's just different ways, like I, I, you know, just something to think about, and I was just kind of thinking, like, oh my goodness, this guy's gonna end up just getting addicted to these games, and who knows what he can, you know, that valuable time that he really needs, um, type of a thing, and I don't know, it kind of sucks too because it's I got the sense that he was going door to door by himself. <clears throat> and he didn't have a parent with him. Um, you know, that kind of just shows support in the background. And it's like, I'm here with my son and he's not trying to do anything bad. But I do talk about this too. I think that in, uh, a lot of times, like when we have children, you have to at least be able to provide, like they need to be able to go to work with the mom or with the dad. I've talked about this several times. Like, um, I remember earlier this year, there was a little girl that she was 16 and she got her first job, I believe, at Burger King. And it was her second day. It was something like her second day. And somebody tried to rob them at the drive thru and she was trying to protect the money. And the guy toe tagged her. And I'm like, that should have never happened. One, because obviously he shouldn't be out here toe tagging people. But I was like, this is why it's so important to like, to me, when I thought about having kids, every single time I was like, I know if this is the child's father, I can send my son or daughter to work with their dad and they can work their way up the corporate ladder. Um, I can send them there for when they have like, you know, go to school with your parent day and they can they have somebody else besides me that can teach them skills about leadership or you know how to progress and move their way up and that type of a thing so that was always important to me like you better believe like I'm not going to send my son to go work you know at a Burger King like he needs to go work with his dad in the office and figure out like the paperwork or get assignments and that type of thing like my son and her my daughter like no not sending them to work at, but, but I get it because at the same time, like they have that hustle and that drive, I, you know, it's not that I'm saying they shouldn't work there. I just don't think they're safe. Um, sh there was two girls I talked about this year where 
they were working at a um at a uh fast food franchise and one was shot and and injured and the other one was toe tagged and the one that was toe tagged she was only 16 and she was doing everything right they said that she was a um bright student and um obviously had a work ethic you know wanted to go and work and stuff like that so i think for with girls if they're wanting to um work i started working when i was uh 14 um I got my first job as a TA, teacher's aide for a kindergarten teacher, and I stayed with her for four years. And, um, but it was with a, yeah, like on on a campus at the same school that I, I went to school with, so I didn't have to leave or drive off anywhere. And we had campus security and um, people who who knew my schedule. And I would just go every day after school for one or two hours and get my little paycheck but I learned to de- develop discipline and communication with my with my um supervisor and get performance reviews and I would get my little raises and stuff like that and the sense of pride that comes with it so I think that and I think that that way supersedes you know I I still remember the first bottle of perfume I bought it was um irresistible by Givenchy so your girl always had a kind of expensive um, taste. I love perfume and that type of a thing, which was funny for a young age, too, because um, everybody, you know, it, it just is what it is. But <clears throat> but I remember being willing to save up to save, uh, willing to, to um, how do you call it, like delayed gratification you know, and being willing to save up to to get it. And when I see it, I want it. And then I save up for it and have the discipline and that type of a thing. And so that's spilled over into other parts of my life where I have delayed, able to delay the gratification for what it is that I really want. And so that's basically my story, y'all. I, you know, I think that he did the best he could in giving him the PlayStation. But at the same time, it's kind of like, if you really wanted to help him and or with boys, I think you have to pay attention to those type of things. If you if you plan to have children, like be responsible with what it is, the opportunities you have to give them, you know. Um, And then the other thing was, if it's with girls, just, you know, I, I do wonder sometimes too, like if they if you're at a church, somebody in your church where they can work in an office setting or a hospital setting and get their experience where they're not being subjected to that type of stuff. Like if they can work with the, somebody from the church or like an aunt or uncle in a certain field so that they're not put in situations where their life is in danger. But I think it's it's actually healthy and natural. You know, like I said, I started working at 14. I started working before that, truth be told. But um, my first job was at the age of 14. And I still remember it was in the summer and I was wearing one of my favorite dresses with my favorite blue top. And I had my hair pressed because my hair was natural at the time. And my parents had gone, both of my parents went with me to ask if there were any jobs. And so they matched me with the kindergarten teacher. And so we walked down the pathway and she, you know, met with both with all three of us and talked about what my responsibilities were and part of my responsibilities is she had two pet rats 
<laughs> and I had to clean out their cage on Fridays, y'all. And the kids used to love the rats and they would let the rats like climb on them and they would hold them and like take a nap with them and stuff. And I could not, it was a rat to me, y'all. Like I just, I couldn't do it. So I would have to wait until she left and then I would put some gloves on and then I would hold them by their tail and put them into another, like a another container <laughs> and then clean out their cage. And, you know, I remember like it was like a lemon scented, lemon scented germs, but just clean it out, wash it out and then put in fresh wood chips and then put in their snacks and re, um, wash out their water bottle, put a fresh thing of water. And then um, when it was time, I would just pick them back up by their tail and go and put it back into <laughs> both of them. I never got bitten or anything. God bless them because they were good with kids, but they were also good with me because I was like, okay, um, yeah, I'm not picking them up mm -mm, um, type of a thing. But yeah, I, I learned so much from that. Um, so many lessons and stuff. And like I said, it can be done. <clears throat> but yeah. <sighs> Let me go back to my movie, y'all. It's a movie with Nicolas Cage. Uh, it's the one called Seeking Justice. I know it's about to be sad. It's at the beginning. And apparently, I guess he loses his wife. So, you know, he's about to go ham on anybody who hurt his wife. Of course, they're having like this whole romantic conversation about, you know, where they're going to be in five years and they want to have kids. And he's like an amazing like husband. And he buys her jewelry for her anniversary. And he's so nice with her. And he's like trying to do the right thing, like teaching badass kids and stuff like that. And, and yeah, they're about to snatch his wife right now. And then he's about to go AWOL on them. So I'm about to watch that unfold. And then, um, yeah, that's pretty much that. So I will talk to y'all later. Bye.